For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, this is Bruce Thompson, Labor Commissioner for the state of Georgia. As one of Georgia's constitutional officers, I am incredibly honored to lead nearly 1,000 employees across our state, focusing on serving over 10.5 million Georgians at one of the most vulnerable times in their lives. Took office after the election of 2022, leaving the legislature, running for labor commissioner and winning, and replacing Mark Butler, who chose not to run for another term as labor commissioner. Mark Butler back in the news this week, though. The audit, as conducted by the Labor Department, uncovering more than $100 million in what are said to have been unremitted funds, compiled amassed and then hoarded, if you will, in two, three separate accounts, we are led to understand. He'll flesh all this out for us. Uh, that money should have been, says Bruce Thompson, in the coffers of state treasury, which is where he will send it. And he's blaming, blaming Mark Butler for not doing the right thing, dating back almost a decade. Bruce Thompson with us now. Bruce Thompson, Commissioner Thompson, thanks for your time this morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? Everything I know about's good. Man, do I have questions. Uh, first of all, uh, let's let's define some terms here. $105 million unremitted funds. Now, when I hear that unremitted funds, what I think, I think of, and tell me if I'm wrong here, I'm thinking of people who maybe had filed claims for unemployment benefits, for whatever reason didn't collect them. That money goes into a box someplace. Uh, and, and you're saying that money should have been all those years in the coffers of the state treasury department instead of being hidden away in various accounts with the labor department yeah well actually these funds were uh, for employers when they pay their premium in on their employees and yes that money uh, constitutionally is supposed to be remitted directly to the state treasurer the treasury and then what happens is appropriations appropriates it out the way they see fit but instead um there was as the report uh, details there was some uh, contentiousness between uh, the commissioner at the time and governor and appropriations, and so they decided to take upon themselves and um, withheld much of those funds and then meticulously moved it between different accounts. To, uh, I guess uh, it, what it appears is to be able to make sure it was hidden, um, and it cost the taxpayers millions of dollars in interest as they moved it between accounts because it should be it should be in the interest-bearing accounts, and it, it shouldn't have been left at the Department of Labor. So, All right. Uh, I, again, plenty of questions here. My first one would be, I think, an obvious question. Why would, in your estimation, and I suppose it's really a question for him, he's issued a statement saying he didn't do anything wrong, says he followed the law. You're saying quite the opposite. This was a violation of law. My question would be, why would he do this? To what purpose? It's not nobody's alleging, you're not alleging, that the money wound up in his pockets. It, that's not what this is about. It's not about personal corruption. At least that's not what's alleged at this point. So you take that off the table. My question is, what was he doing this? Uh, why was he doing this? Well, it's important to separate uh, what I said and what the report says. The report is very clear. The violation of the Constitution and, um, and also mis 
reporting reports and so on. So that's all detailed in the audit report from the state auditor. And this is only an interim report, Tim, so there is more to follow. Um, so to state that you did nothing wrong, I think, puts you at conflict with what the state auditor has said. Are you suggesting, now let me, I want to press down on this for a moment, Commissioner Thompson, uh, it's one thing to do something wrong, it's something else to do something illegal. Uh, are you suggesting that there could be or should be criminal prosecution to be sought here? Well, certainly uh, we have different levels of crime, and we have individuals that their responsibility is to determine where that lies. Uh, I could tell you with the state auditor outlining in that report what was done, there will be it's ongoing investigations, and um, the people will be held accountable for their actions. I will tell you, as taxpayers of Georgia, they ought to be very disappointed the fact that it was not that many years ago that Governor Kemp had to ask agencies and departments to cut 10% from their budget. And so while people in Georgia were struggling at home, while other agencies were struggling at home and departments, I mean, struggling to be able to provide services, the Department of Labor was holding on to $105 million that was not their money. In State Labor Commissioner Bruce Thompson with us here. I'll circle back to the beginning here. You took office, uh, I guess, January after winning the election, November of last year. How quickly, how, how long have you been in the office before this began to come to your attention? And how did that happen? Who walked into your office? Hey, look, here's what I found. There may be something to this. And you start pulling on the thread. Step us through how this all unfolded. Yeah, when you, when you take office, it's very similar to when you uh, take over or, or buy a business. You want to look at the books. You want to look at the cash flow. You want to look at the assets. You're trying to determine the health of the organization. So we just began to ask questions about where revenue is, what our revenue looks like, align that with the budget, and so on. And um, it came to light that we had some revenue that was um, available to be used. And as we asked the questions, where did it come from? Why is it there? That then launched me into asking our internal attorneys to go investigate this. I want to see if that makes sense, uh, and then what can be used. In the midst of them investigating, they uncovered the, a significant amount of money that was uh, ambiguous funds. And so um, that, that happened probably, I'm guessing, I, I don't have it in front of me, but we were, we were in the first 90 days. Mm. But then, but then we reached out to the state auditor and said, listen, there's been a contentious relationship between this agency and others, including that auditor or that auditor's uh, um, group. And we said, we would invite you in. Let's go into a forensic audit. Let's make sure that we can start off with clear and sound books. And they came in and this is what they uncovered in their interim audit. Again, as you've said a couple of times now, Commissioner Thompson, this is an interim audit with possibly more to come. But I want to circle back to the point you just made there. This, this is not uh, initially, I suppose, your folks would have been looking at this. Obviously, they're the ones you say uncovered this. But then as soon as you begin to get some sense of the magnitude of this, $105 million, that, that's not money in the sofa cushions. I mean, that's obviously a significant sum of money. As soon as you get some sense of the breadth and width of this, you bring in the state auditor and, and get an outside set of eyes to look at this yes sir i didn't want this to look like it was political or anything else this is uh i took an oath as a constitutional officer to uphold the law and the constitution and to provide transparency especially into an agency that is supposed to provide benefits to individuals at their most vulnerable time 
And so it made a lot of sense to remove myself from that equation, bring in the experts, and that's what they've uncovered as we, again, we said it in the interim, there, it's an ongoing investigation. Now, you said, uh, you said, I didn't want this to look like it was anything political. That's precisely what Mark Butler says, uh, the previous Labor Commissioner, your predecessor. He sent an email to Channel 2 as they were covering this. I said, yeah, this is on Bruce Thompson's part. He says, this is a political vendetta. He didn't elaborate, so I don't know what he's talking about. Do you? Well, I'm not sure what he's talking about. Um, he chose not to run. I ran, and uh, people of Georgia elected me to, to do a job, and um, so I'm not sure what that is. I have no uh, vendetta against anyone when it comes to politics right now. Uh, obviously, as a Republican, we want to make sure that Republicans act and behave the way that we feel like Republicans should, and that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Uh, again, you've mentioned this is an ongoing investigation. What, uh, what do you have by way of a timeline and where, where this might lead? Well, certainly we have to continue to do due diligence as we uncover and try and make sense of things like why it was done. Um, there are some files that are missing that's detailed in this report, um, as they've done in some investigations. They only began to apparently detail this in 2020 with a paper Excel spreadsheet. Don't know why you'd ever be tracking $105 million on spreadsheets that are in cell, but... Um, there's a lot of questions still to be answered. Obviously, um, the United States Department of Labor, as well as the federal OI, girl. Um, so we've got a long way to go. We've got a lot of reports that were filed, and those reports were obviously have mistakes, erroneous statements in them. Um, that's outlined in the report. So I don't, I don't know what the depth of this will be. But this is far from over. Uh, quickly, in different subject, about a minute left here. So give me the Reader's Digest version of this. Those unemployment reports that come out every month, locally and statewide, as we look at those numbers, and they're historically low here in Georgia, what do we need to be looking at and looking for? Well, um, the reality of it is our state's growing so fast. Uh, we've got so many businesses coming here. Uh, the real interesting thing right now is our labor market. Um, if we don't figure out statewide how to generate a labor pool, we very well could have the small businesses that were here for a number of years that are on very tight budgets because of the inflationary decisions of Biden. Um, it's not like the small business is having the best years they've ever had from profit. They lose some of their employees to some of the other growth opportunities in, in the state you very well could drive those small businesses out of business and see that uptick in unemployment. So our success really could be our failure if we're not careful. Again, all about workforce development, he says. Uh, State Labor Commissioner Bruce Thompson there. We'll keep an eye on this, continue to track this, and please keep us in the loop on this, this business of the $105 million you found in your bank account effectively uh, that you I say shouldn't have been there. Now, quickly, then, getting that money to the Treasury Department, what is that, a couple of keystrokes? How do you make that happen? Tim, we already did that, and that's one of the reasons we went ahead and moved forward. As we did that last Friday, we knew that was going to trigger some alarms, and we did it, and, let, and some raised eyebrows. So that's why we wanted to be transparent and go ahead and let everyone in Georgia know what happened. Right, State so Labor that is now in the State Treasury. Labor Commissioner Bruce Thompson, thank you so much for your time this morning. Best of luck moving forward. My pleasure. Thank you, sir.